Welcome back to the Health Investment Podcast. Do you know the difference between first, second, and third wave coffee? Or which coffee roasts are less bitter? Or how important the organic certification is when buying fresh beans? If you're dumbfounded, no need to fear. Andy Schreiber, co-founder of Pure Coffee Club, is here with me today. Or I guess I should say Andy Schreiber is back. Previously, I interviewed Andy about his other company, Pure Vitamin Club. You can scroll through my archives and find that interview in episodes 10 and 11. I split that conversation into two parts because it was so informative. Honestly, I thought I knew quite a bit about coffee going into this interview, but it turns out I was wrong, as you'll see multiple times throughout the episode. Before we get to my conversation with Andy, I want to share an Apple podcast review with you. Rhiannon Sergienko left five stars and wrote, Easy Habits to Learn. This podcast is great and easy to listen to. I love her simple tips versus trying to make huge lifestyle changes, which makes it less hard to fail at. I am taking away some tips for sure and already looking forward to next week's episode. Thanks so much, Rhiannon. That's really my goal with this podcast, to give you as many simple, accessible tips as possible so that getting healthy never feels overwhelming. I'm glad the habits I've shared have been easy to incorporate into your life. Now I have a question for you. What have you learned from the Health Investment Podcast thus far? If you could leave your feedback in an honest Apple podcast review, I'd really appreciate it. All right. Ready to hear everything you'll ever need to know about coffee? Here we go. Hi, I'm Brooke Simonson, certified nutrition coach and host of the Health Investment Podcast. Here's the thing, you deserve to feel amazing. But here's the other thing, there are so many confusing messages out there. Week after week, I'm gonna share tips and practices that actually work for simple weight loss and sustainable wellness because I wanna help you get healthy for good without any BS. When I'm not podcasting, I work with clients one-on-one. So visit the show notes to book your free consultation. And don't forget to leave a review so that others can become trim, energized, confident, BS-busting rock stars like you. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the episode. Hi, Andy. Thank you so much for coming back on the Health Investment Podcast, your first interview that I actually split into two parts because it was super valuable. Um, People can find those at episodes 10 and 11. But I had such an amazing response to that, and people were reaching out to me on Instagram and email asking about your vitamins. Yeah, so people are, are really excited about it. So I can't wait to talk today about your other company, Pure Coffee Club. Well, super. Thank you for having me. Yes, of course. So in the previous episodes, you talked about why you and co-founder Vinny Tortorich started Pure Vitamin Club. So can you explain why you guys decided to create Pure Coffee Club? Yeah, sure. Uh, We started Pure Coffee Club because, well, a couple of reasons. Number one, as you know, um, a a big part of of our whole sort of uh, way of looking at the world uh, from our our company is uh, a a healthy way of eating that involves uh, no sugar and no grains and uh, staying away from all kinds of processed foods and uh, all of that. So part of that is uh, people don't realize that 
coffee is actually one of the healthiest things that you can drink. We've all been sort of raised thinking, oh, you need to limit your coffee. And, you know, there's this issue and that issue with it. And the fact is, it's actually a health drink. Hmm. Uh, where it becomes not a health drink is when you, you know, turn it into a, you know, a, a, a mocha hazelnut frappuccino with caramel and all that stuff and start putting all the sugars in it or, or artificial sweeteners. But coffee itself is actually, actually packed with more antioxidants than almost anything. It's got more antioxidants than, you know, for example, berries or citrus or a lot of the things that we think of as super healthy foods do not give you as much actual antioxidants as coffee does. Wow. So if you're having coffee without sweeteners, you, you know, you, you want to put some heavy whipping cream in it. That's great. You want to put some cinnamon in it. That's great. Or just have it, you know, black on its own. It's a super healthy drink. And so people who uh, follow us, uh, follow Vinny's NSNG lifestyle or follow Pure Vitamin Club uh, tend to be coffee drinkers. So we thought, you know, we have uh, built a community uh, of, of customers who trust us and know that what we put out is only the highest quality. So we thought, let us expand our business into coffee. Huh. And that's where, that's where it started. So we started, it took us a year to put it all together to find the right partners. Because, uh, you know, like with our, our vitamin business, where we weren't going to go and, you know, build a, a, a whole factory. So we had to find contract manufacturing partners. We had to find roasting partners who could help us uh, with that aspect because we weren't going to go out and invest in millions of dollars of professional roasting equipment and all that. So we had to find just the right fit for a company that could help us uh, source the coffee and then roast and ship. So Interesting. That took a while. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I love how you bring up that it's really more what we've done to coffee that has made it unhealthy, not just coffee in and of itself. Yeah, coffee in and of itself. I mean, caffeine is also actually, in addition to the antioxidant properties, caffeine is uh, an ergogenic, which means it it helps you burn fat. Hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. But, you know, most of the coffee drinks that are in stores, you know, chain stores, or at least the ones that are advertised aren't the type that you're talking about, right? Just the, cause that's boring, just black coffee with a little bit of heavy cream or right. I don't find I mean, it boring. Look, but... you can, you can, yeah. You can make a latte or a cappuccino or any of those, which are just different ways of adding the milk or the cream. Right. Um, right. Yeah. And you're actually the, the, the heavier the milk product, the better for you. Because uh, when you start to get into like a non-fat milk, mm-hmm. in order to pull the fat out, the ratio of sugar to the rest of the uh, of, of the nutritional content gets higher. So when you're drinking non-fat milk, it's had all the, fil- the fat removed. What you're left with is mostly the sugars. Right. Yeah. That's another really good point to bring up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean you know, black coffee as it should be consumed to get the antioxidant benefits. It's not the showy, flashy type that places can advertise, right? With the seasonal pumpkin spice latte and the yeah, I mean, all that stuff and, is, Yeah, all that stuff yeah. is great, but it's in order to make it, you know, pumpkin spice or hazelnut caramel, you're adding sugar. Exactly. You know, as I said, if you want to add just the natural flavorings like uh, fresh ground cinnamon or vanilla extract, that's great, but you you know if you if you get a good coffee and the thing that, that about 
um, high-end coffee, what we call third-wave coffee, and I can talk about that. Um, there are so many different varieties, depending on where it's from and how it's roasted, that there are natural flavor notes that come out that are, you know, incredibly, uh, an incredible variety. Yeah, that's interesting. Can you talk about what is third wave coffee? I've never heard of that. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's it's a, a way that people talk about the the modern coffee movement is you've got your first wave, which is what we all grew up on. Those of us of a certain age, especially, um, which was, you know, like diner coffee or, you know, what we used to get in the supermarket, the, you know, Maxwell House, Folgers, U-Band, you know, Hills Brothers, whatever. Okay. And that was mostly made of uh, one kind of bean called a Robusta bean, which is a lower quality bean than what you see advertised now in, in higher quality beans. They always say, you know, 100% Arabica beans, Arabica. Right. It's, it's a different kind of a bean, slightly different shape. Uh, it's not as strong in terms of caffeine content as Robusta, um, but and it's not as easy to grow, which is the reason it gets a little bit more expensive. Uh, Robusta can grow at a wider variety of elevations under different conditions, and it grows year-round, whereas the Arabica beans are seasonal, so it depends on where in the world they're grown when they when the actual growing season is or harvest season, harvesting season I should say, um, but they're a higher higher quality generally. Uh, okay. That's not you know a hundred percent true. There are high quality arabica beans and low quality arabica beans, and the same is true of robusta. So you could get actually if you you know got a high quality robusta and a low quality arabica, the robusta might be better. But in general, uh, arabica is, is considered a better bean. So that's, you know, the first wave. The second wave is when you started to get like Starbucks and coffee bean and tea leaf and Pete's and some of those. And then the third wave are what you're seeing more and more of now, which are the really high end, the blue bottles and the verve, the more specialty. What it usually boils down to is you're getting smaller lots that are grown uh, not for as mass consumption, so they're you know uh, uh, small lots or micro lots or uh, just you know small farmers rather than the, these you know kind of big factory farms that um, just don't put as much care and they're also not cultivating as many unique uh, uh, varieties. Hmm. That's interesting. So you fall into the third wave coffee. Yeah. So we're we're sourcing. Uh, beans that we do in blends as well as single source, single origin. So what that means is, you know, a blend is just what it sounds like you're taking. You might take one bean from Guatemala and another bean from, uh, I don't know, you know, Ethiopia and one from Indonesia. But you're, 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 uh, um, an expert roaster will know how to combine those to get a certain flavor profile. Huh. Uh, and then there are the single source where you're just getting this as one bean from one place. It's from a specific farm in, you know, Guatemala or Colombia or wherever it is. So we're doing both of those, both single origin and, uh, and blends, but we're working with our importers to find, you know, the most interesting new coffees that we can. Yeah, that's so interesting. So obviously you stand out compared to first wave and second wave coffees, but how else are you different from other third wave coffee manufacturers? Well, you know, uh, there are probably a lot of other third wave coffee producers that are 
of comparable quality. I'm not going to you know pretend that we're the only ones. Uh, right, right. But we have a very specific way of looking at it, and we have a faithful following who know that um, we stand behind our products, that uh, our integrity is is you know unmatched, and that we we do our best to find something you know really interesting. Yeah. So, which roast do you currently offer? We've got four standard roasts, three okay. of which are. Uh, blends and one of which is a single origin. So we've got our house blend. We've got our um, what we call double French, which is a dark roast. Okay. Uh, and people sometimes think dark roast is going to be higher in caffeine, and it's not. Oh. Uh, okay. It's it's just it, it's been uh, roasted for a longer time in the drums, and you know you have to know every bean or every uh, every blend. Uh, a, a good roaster knows at what roast level it's going to achieve its best flavor. So some beans and some blends are not going to be as good if you roast them longer to a darker roast. Okay. They'll be better at a light, a light roast or a medium roast. So we, yeah, we've got our house blend, our double, we call the double French, which is our dark roast. We've got one called the athletic blend, which has uh, 55% higher caffeine content. Oh, interesting. And then the fourth one is our Costa Rica honey process, which is an unusual one in that honey process is, it's a fairly recent uh, innovation that came out of Costa Rica. They now do it in some other countries, but uh, the coffee bean is actually the pit of the coffee fruit, which is called the cherry. And in in all other ways of processing the, the coffee beans, they strip every last bit of the fruit off of the bean before they dry it. With the honey process, when they take the fruit off, it leaves a bit of a sticky coating. It's like if you eat a peach or a cherry, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. after you eat the fruit, it's got a little bit of kind of a sticky coating left on the pit. Yeah. In the honey process, they leave that on for the drying process. Huh. And what that does is it just adds a little bit of sweetness to the flavor. Oh, all wow. the sugar, all the sugar burns off. Yeah. So there's no sugar content, but it has a really distinctive kind of a brown sugar caramelly flavor to it. So that's, that's yeah. Yeah. So those are our four sort of standard ones. Then we have a rotating series, which we call our Explorer series, oh. and those are our single origins. So about every two months. We introduce a new one. So if you uh, subscribe to the Explorer series, every two months you'll get, and it, you know you can you can get them every week, every two weeks, or every month. But you'll get the same blend, the same single origin for about two months, and then you'll it'll swap out for a new one. Okay. So with that one, we've had an Ethiopian, we've had a Congo, we've had a Burundi, we've had a Honduran, and we're just about to roll out a new Kenyan. That's very cool. So you can try different things then. Yeah, the idea is that that all of these coffees, especially with the with the single origins, they have such unique flavor profiles. For example, our um, Ethiopian, which was our first on our Explore series, it's really distinctly uh, tastes like blueberry. Oh wow! Actually, like blueberry pie to be exact. And every, no. you, you smell it when you smell the coffee. And when you taste it, you go like, did somebody dissolve a blueberry pie in this coffee? It's amazing. Wow. wow. 
Yeah. The new one that's coming out in a few weeks is our Kenyan, and that one uh, has notes of peach and um, vanilla. Huh. So are certain roasts, like a dark roast, are those more bitter, or is that just... Not necessarily. No, Not necessarily. It depends on the beans and how it's roasted. You can get a medium roast that's more bitter. Uh, That's where a good roaster knows, you know, who knows what they're doing. Um can keep it from being bitter. Yeah, that's interesting. So what would somebody look for generally on the front of a package? Or is there any signifier of a coffee that's going to be more bitter versus you less look bitter? For, you want to look for, a, in a, in a, a higher-end coffee, it, it should tell you what the tasting notes are. It should give you some indications of the flavor profile. Okay. So, you know, for example, I'm going to read you, um, this is like full transparency here. Um I've just been back and forth with my um, roasting partner on this Kenyan, uh-huh. um, the the actual master roaster who um, we actually didn't, didn't like the first roast on it. We we had the first uh, sort of sample roast from the importer and we loved that. And then our roaster did a first round on it and we didn't like it. And it turns out he just, you know, kind of over roasted it. Oh, okay. So we did a second round and we loved that. And that's where we are now. And this is the way uh, our roaster described it. Uh, it says it's super clean with a bright, sweet cup. Sweet peach up front, finishing with lemon tart and vanilla. Well-balanced oh, medium body. So okay. those are, it's like tasting wine. You know, when you hear people right. talk, talk about the wines and they, they swirled around and, you know, in the glass and they take a good smell of it. And um, you sort of learn to, to train your palate and your nose to pick these things up, but a good coffee, um, third wave coffee will have those tasting notes on the bag, on the label, or if you're ordering it online, then on the, on the website, it should say this one tastes like dark chocolate and molasses and walnut, whatever it is. So then that one would be more bitter than one that had fruit notes in it. Not necessarily. Oh, not necessarily. Okay. Not necessarily. It, you know, if uh, if it says uh, that it's got you know uh, uh, some bitter notes, it'll it, it should tell you. Yeah. yeah, I think I'm honestly just scarred by Starbucks. <laughs> I don't yeah, go well, to Starbucks anymore, but I used to try when I was starting to not eat as much sugar. I just right. switched to drinking black coffee. And then their dark roast, I thought it was disgusting. It just tasted it's, burnt it's, all the time. Yeah, and I don't actually mind Starbucks. I think they have some good some good coffees, but they do okay. tend to. Um, and the reason that that uh, one of the, the distinctions between second wave and third wave, when you're doing uh, um, at a Starbucks, especially with their 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 main blends that they use, you know, you can always go to Starbucks and they'll have some bags of some single origins, and that's where you're going to get some good stuff. But the basic right. ones that if you will just go in there and order a latte, they're using yeah. their main beans. And in order to get, um, you know, to buy the kind of quantity that they buy, because you can imagine the amount of quantity that Starbucks is buying with their thousands and thousands of stores, they're buying from these mass uh, uh, producers. And in order to keep the, qu- the, the, the flavor profile consistent, they're doing a very strong roast. So okay. they have that kind of burnt, bitter taste yeah 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 that was gross so i think i associate dark roast with burnt but i need yeah to get and it doesn't it doesn't need to be like if you taste our double french which is our dark roast there's nothing bitter about it at all it's just really sort of chocolatey and yummy 
Yeah, that's that's interesting. So you've mentioned a lot of countries. Are any countries best to look out for in terms of their beans? Would you say or you no? Know, they're all different, and they uh, um, when you get into like Central American, that's where you're going to get some of the really chocolatey flavors. When you get into the Africans, that's when you're going to get more kind of the fruity notes. Okay, uh, so it is very we, much like wine. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, there's a process that um, you go through. It's uh, for for the you know the, the the tasting. It's called cupping, and it's a very elaborate process. And you kind of go through it, and you start with the sniffing, and then you break the crust. And you know, if anybody wants to look up, um, go online and look up coffee cupping, and you'll see how it's done. And that's what we do with every new coffee that we put out. Our next one coming out in about two months, I think we're going to do a blonde roast light roast. Um, and with the light roast, you really do get um, more distinctive, uh, brighter kind of flavors. Real quick, I want to take a break from the episode to share one of my favorite resources with you. One of the BS messages floating around out there is that eating healthy costs too much. Honestly, I used to believe this myself. That is until I discovered thrivemarket.com. Thrive Market is an online grocery platform that's essentially Costco meets Trader Joe's meets Whole Foods. I love that I can shop on their mobile app and have all of my favorite groceries, everything from natural wine to 100% grass-fed beef to nutritious crackers, everything delivered right to my door. Last year, I saved over $1,000 shopping on Thrive. I honestly can't think of one reason not to love it. To save a percentage off your first order and see my full shopping list, click through the links in the show notes. Now, back to the episode. Interesting. Are any roasts better than others for making different types of coffee, like latte, just black you coffee? Know, not really. It really is yeah. just a matter of, uh, of personal preference. Some people love a darker roast and some people, you know, find them uh, the, the flavor too strong. They'd rather have a, a mellower medium roast. So it's, right. it's so, very personal. Right. Um, Just again, like wine, it's all personal yeah. preference. Yeah. You know, some white, people red, like a Cabernet red. and some people like a Pinot Noir. Yeah, exactly. So we're big fans of cold brew in my home. We make our own. Um, which of your roasts would you recommend for cold brew? Or is it, again, personal preference? It's a personal preference. I, I personally really like our honey process for the cold brew. Yeah. Right? I was thinking that when you were describing it. Yeah, because it, like it is naturally sweeter. Yeah. You know, look, I don't want to mislead anybody. It's not going to taste like you put, you know, a teaspoon of sugar in it. Right. But it right. just has, it has a very, uh, you, you can pick up uh, a bit of the, the brown sugar kind of note in it. Makes a right. really good cold brew. Okay. Well, that's good to know. What yeah. about, should consumers be worried at all about where their beans are coming from in terms of pesticides or any you know, not really. issues? No, no, not really. If you're getting a, a high quality coffee, um, you know, people ask us all the time about organic and that really is sort of meaningless, uh, okay. by which I mean, um, all coffees, whether they they're branded organic or not use some sort of pesticides. It's whether they're yeah. using chemicals, you know, synthetic pesticides or natural pesticides. And, um, the, the natural pesticides are, are really no less toxic some, uh, in most cases than the, um, the synthetic ones. And in some cases, they're actually, they're, the way they run off and all that, they can cause more problems. The problem with organic also is to get that certification, 
is very expensive. So the smaller farmers usually can't afford it. Huh. So these, you know, the more boutique kind of um, uh, growers are, e even if they're, they're actually following all those uh, standards and not using any pesticides uh, at all, um, they might not have the certification because they haven't, they can't afford to apply for it. Yeah. Interesting. So, uh, it, it's sort of a meaningless appellation, uh, or organic, but if you're getting a, a, a higher quality coffee, uh, it's going to be, uh, very, very clean and you're not going to have, it's not going to be an issue. Right. How do you drink your coffee? What's your favorite kind to drink? Um, you know, I, I, I mix it up. I, uh, in the summer, I'm, I'm like iced coffee all day long. Mm -hmm. You know, I just put a big tumbler and I put coffee in there with, I, I like heavy whipping cream in my iced coffee. Um, when it's in the colder months, I still do a little heavy whipping cream and sometimes I'll do a latte or a cappuccino. Um, but I do like that heavy whipping cream in there. Yeah. Do you know of any facts about brewing it longer or certain ways would remove the antioxidative effects at all? Or is that negligible? No, it really doesn't. Yeah. It really okay. doesn't. Because um, I've heard some mixed reviews about vegetables. If you cook them too much, maybe you lose some of the No, it's not really true. It's not really true with coffee. And not at really home, true. if I'm making, a, making it just for myself, I use a French press because it's just okay. quick and easy. If yeah. I'm making a larger pot, then I use a pour over. But okay. you know you can you you can use a uh, you know a, a, a like a, a Mr. Coffee kind of a coffee maker. It's just fine. Right. What is which roast is your best seller? If somebody's wanting to try out Pure Coffee Club, what would you it, recommend? Uh, our our double French does really really well, and um, our our um, the honey process uh, people really love. But honestly, a lot of people love that athletic blend. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know what? It's the closest to kind of the coffee flavor that we grew up on. Oh, okay. Yeah. But so a lot of people really love it. And what I do also, uh, um, and we do here in the office, uh, we have fun with it, is we try mixing it up ourselves. So mm -hmm. one of my favorite things to do is we mix um, the double French, that our dark roast, with the athletic blend. And somehow okay. putting those two together gives you a really, really nice flavor. Oh, interesting. That's cool. We, you can be your own little, that. yeah, your little barista. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We <laughs> well, your honey process that. sounds super cool. I've never heard about that before in terms it's, of how- It's not that well known. I'll, you know, I even, um, I was having a conversation. I have family in Costa Rica, which is where that is from. And I was down there on a, on a trip uh, visiting with, with uh, some of the growers. And I was talking with my family at, at uh, my cousins at, at dinner, and I was telling them about that, and uh, they had never heard of, of it, and they're from Costa Rica. Right. That's so interesting. Yeah. So thank you for all of this information. I Every time I speak with you, I learn something new, but where is the best place for people to buy your coffee? Is it directly through your site or Amazon? It's, it's, uh, it, no, we don't do it on Amazon. Oh, you don't? Reason. Yeah, we do, we do our vitamins on Amazon, but not right, coffee. Right, okay. Because um, Amazon really works best when it's fulfilled by Amazon. Right. And uh, we can't uh, offer the same kind of freshness. The shelf life, uh, you know, on coffee in terms of when it's best is yeah. very short. 
So you okay. don't want to be buying something that was roasted, you know, three, four months ago. You want it to have been roasted within the last month. And there's no way to do that on Amazon and keep it stocked uh, that, that, you know, contemporaneously. So we just yeah. don't do it. So it's all really on our website. Okay. And that's just purecoffeeclub.com? Purecoffeeclub.com. That's the only place to get it. Cool. And then what about, are you active on social media or? We are active on social media. We're on uh, Facebook, we're on Instagram, and we're on Twitter at um, all three of them for at just at Pure Punk Coffee Club. Keeping it streamlined. Yeah. 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 And generally we post the same thing on all three uh, platforms. Okay, cool. Well, great. Well, thank you so much. I know that especially people who have listened and have tried your amazing vitamins and then you know, they're going to be in awe that you have another company where they can get amazing products. So, yeah. And I, I would say, you know, for people who are adventurous and, and love coffee and like to experiment, uh, our Explorer series is a great program. And uh, people who like blonde roast, uh, also known as light roast, we will have that again out in probably two months. Uh, it's going to be called our, our hot blonde. Oh, cool. <laughs> That's funny. (laughs) I get it. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much, Andy. That was so informative. And my pleasure. It's always fun to talk to you. Can't wait to try the Explorer series. I'm going to sign up for that immediately. Super. All right. right. Thanks, Andy. All right. Thanks. Take care. Bye. Well, that's all for today. Before the next episode drops, I'd love to chat with you one-on-one about the BS messages and methods currently holding you back. You deserve simple weight loss and sustainable wellness. So let's figure out how to make both happen. To book your free consultation, click through the link in the show notes. Again, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Health Investment Podcast. See you next week. All content in this podcast was created for general informational purposes only by a non-physician. None of the content should serve as a substitute for professional medical advice, treatment, or diagnosis. Always consult a qualified health provider with any questions regarding a medical condition and before making changes to your diet, lifestyle, and or exercise programs. Do not disregard any professional medical advice you have received or postpone seeking such advice because of something you heard on this podcast.